Hey girl, hey. 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 Here we go again. I do. Still have something yes, I do. Okay. So, <laughs> I usually start off as a slumber party so uh, after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine. <laughs> and then there becomes a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the millennial chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, y'all. What's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. Dear, dear, is back. Yes, I'm she back. is. From vacay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went on a little mini weekend vacation. It was very well needed, so... Mm-hmm. I'm back now, energized, um, refreshed, and ready to get the rest of this week over with. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Portia Crux held you down. Thanks, yeah, Portia. Thanks, Portia. Going down, little chick, while I was gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Welcome to the Hey Girl Hey podcast, Urban Media Today. Rick shouts to Urban Media Today. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I am the chatter chick, LaShawn Tipton. And y'all millennial chick, Jerry, to them. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> Got the hair. Yes, hair. Yeah. Yes. You know, go on. Is, that's box braids. Ain't that what they call it? <laughs> Are those Senegalese box braids? Which... Regular plaits. Plaits. Okay. Yeah. Yes, edges. Um, but, you know, I needed my hair done. And... Oh, her Pittsburgh accent is so thick. Me, so so thick. I needed my hair done. My hair done. I had to my, get my hair, hair done. done. Again, this is the Hey Girl Hey podcast, uh, where we kind of break down the week's events. We kind of put our little spin to it, give some opinion, and have some fun. Um, For the first 30, we're going to just talk about this week's events, devastation, confusion, Mm -hmm. frustration, uh, chat with Bozeman up first. Like, yeah. Black Panther star. I mean, he starred in 42. Yeah. Uh, he played in Get On Up. Oh, mm-hmm. wait. Was it Get On Up? Yeah, James Brown. Yeah, James Brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, thir- he played in Marshall. Playing yep, thir- Thurgood Marshall. Yes, he did. Uh, he was in Law and Order. He's just done so yeah. many things. He at, also. At 43. He also. Um, colon cancer. What I, I, someone told me that um, I had acted with Country Repertory Theater. And he did some acting with Cantu Repertory Theater before he became the big Chaz. Mm-hmm. Like he was, you know, Chadwick. He mm-hmm. actually did a film here in Pittsburgh, which will be later released on Netflix. Oh, Ma Rainey's Black by Bottom. Denzel Washington, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, mm-hmm. which oh, wow. is a, a play by, um, um, uh, written by August Wilson, August Pittsburgh Wilson. native. Oh, nice. Prize winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my son was actually in. Extra, extra in awesome, that movie. awesome with Viola Davis, Terman, um, Glenn, Glenn Terman was in it. So it was, I, I'm excited to see that. But just in the wake of his, just in after his death, and which yeah. he was diagnosed with colon cancer in 2016, he lived with the disease and worked while having well, this yeah. disease. Mm-hmm. That's the most amazing thing, right? Oh, I'm like nobody wow. knew. Nobody. Yeah. It just shows you, except for his intimate circle, right? right. Exactly. I was mm-hmm. gonna say it shows you the type of people that you need around. Yeah. Um, you know, being a 
in general, whether you're a celebrity or not, you know, this was mm -hmm. obviously a secret kept for the public and he probably knew how devastated we would be, you know, if right. um, he t came out and said, oh, I, you know, I have colon cancer because that's a, it's a very deadly disease. Yeah. I had an uncle pass from colon cancer years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and what was it at stage three? And then it went to stage four. Is that right. how it was? Yeah. So when he made Black Panther, he was halfway there. You know what I mean? Halfway through the stage. And I'm just like, wow, we would have never known because his yeah. personality and vibe was just so enlightening and positive and happy and just, you would yeah. never knew he was sick. Now, um, I was following him on Instagram and like, I noticed you know, he didn't really post a lot of pictures or whatever, but I guess there was a video that had surfaced and they were saying he looked really, really sick. Like he was, you know, he got really skinny. Right. I didn't, you know, pay it any attention. I just thought maybe he's losing he's weight. He's preparing for a movie. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. that's, what, you know, that's what you thought. And then, you know, you find out the day of his death that he was diagnosed with colon cancer, um, stage four, that's... Mm -hmm obviously was the reason of his weight loss so I mean everyone is in mourning you know I was you know I, I found out on vacation yeah. and I'm like oh my god yeah. like yeah. it was yeah. so I was just really so sad because yeah. 2020 has been a hell of a year for black deaths you know what yeah. I mean in <clears throat> celebrity deaths black death, like black deaths all over the world it's been a heck of a year and we are just tired you know what i mean like mm -hmm. what more do you, aren't you done you know what i mean like what, <laughs> like this is don't just, ask that question please um, it's just so it's just crazy it's just yeah. so much you know yeah. it was heartbreaking it was heartbreaking well, one thing i will say is and i'm sorry LaShawn, but one thing i will say is it did raise awareness for yeah. African Americans to be tested um, for Earlier. colon cancer and kind of not Sorry. think about what was it, the age bracket that yeah, was recommended. Now it's like, well, you know what? You gotta go earlier. Go earlier. Yeah. So yeah. how did you feel, LaShawn? Yeah. You know what? When I when I read about his death, I thought, wow, you know, I thought like you, Jerry, what a heck of a circle of people to be around that no one said anything, which mm -hmm. is great because that could have really affected his acting ability. Because once people hear you're sick, they're not calling you for jobs. Mm -hmm. And if you're, yeah, and you know, his attitude still on the set was like, I got a job to do, I got to get it done. And if you're, if you're on the set and you're acting like you're sick, they're calling in, you're standing like yeah. right fast in a hurry. Yeah. And so, you know, from what, from what I've read about while he was sick, he was still very humble on the set and you didn't know anything that was going on with him, um, you know, not requiring anything or, you know, had nurses and, you know, all that inside of him. So, and I, and I, his acting was superb. He did a yeah. great job. You actually thought he was the character. Like right. Wakanda forever. When he was mm -hmm. T'Challa, I was like, hey, his walk, his whole gait was great, you know? Right. So, you know, well, we, we definitely, we definitely had a loss this year with that young man. You know? uh, yeah. I, I will say that I watched Black Panther again. Mm -hmm. Shouts to ABC for playing it. Yeah. Uh, I felt bad for kids, for children, yeah. I've seen a lot uh, particularly Black children or Black and Brown children who was able to embrace their own personal heroes. Yeah, Marvel And some character. of them even had like little funerals with their toys I, surrounding. I, so it, it was really it was sad, but I know that 
Chadwick, just knowing of him and hearing of him and how humble he was and how much his heart, he just loved his, just his fans. Yeah. Um, I know that he would have loved that. Another thing that he would have loved that his home state, South Carolina, the city council mayor's office in talks of erecting a statue mm -hmm. in his name, in his honor, but replacing a Confederate statue. And I know yeah. that it's not a vote of the mayor right. um, there, but they're really working on it. And that speaks volume. Of that's it. big. Yeah. Could you imagine, you know, at 43, and, and most of our heroes are, are, well, they died, like Martin yeah. King, all them, and young like that. And that just reminds me well. of like Tupac or Biggie, just for hood heroes, it's kind of, not hood, hood heroes, hood. but you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but, but what a legacy, what a legacy to leave yeah. that people are like erecting a statue during this, this time. time. They're deciting to do that. Somebody yeah. can vote for that. And then, you know, for people to be crying about your death when you're gone, that's, mm -hmm. wow. And they got good things to say about you. That, like, they don't have to, right. Nobody's saying this. Nobody's calling him a this. <laughs> you know, they're like, yo, Chadwick. My, my son had a story um, when he was on the set for Black, uh, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And they had a scene, Viola Davis played Ma Rainey, of course, and it was a scene where they were in a club or something. This took place in like the Roaring Twenties, something mm -hmm. like that. And they were in the scene, they were there all night. If you've ever been on a movie set, they're there, take one, take two, take 59, you know, whatever. And so Chadwick was a, he played a musician in a movie and he wanted to play his instrument. I guess it was a trumpet, I assume. And he can't play. And the director, you know, was like, no, you're just gonna mimic the, mm -hmm. I can play, I can play. And he, terrible. <laughs> yeah. And he just said he talked to everybody, mm -hmm. you know, and just, and Vaughn said he was so happy. My son was very upset. When I told him that he passed, he was like, wow, mom, like he was just such a cool guy. Just a really, really yeah. nice guy, real approachable. He wasn't like a diva, which yeah. later on in the show, we're going to talk about um, just the, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Perception mm. that one of his co-stars had and regret yeah. That, yeah. that perception that he had of Chadwick mm -hmm. and how we as Black people assume stuff and think the worst and people go period to people period yeah just, period. that's just the way they roll yeah you know but, I, I read something i saw something that said that um that his death is overshadowing kobe's death really you know, yeah and I, I, that I, from? I that I was, yeah well yeah that, <laughs> no you know they, they they mentioned something about somebody black in a good way that's interesting but um, yeah, they said yeah, they were saying something about it's like uh, overshadowing. I mean, but you know, Kobe died. I think that was January, February, around that time or whatever. Mm -hmm. You have your time. You mourn about that, but you know, you can't stick on that forever. 
And when I read that, I was like, oh, that's such bull crap. And it was bull crap. And I left it where it was right there. Mm -hmm. But I just thought that was interesting for somebody to just bring it up like, oh, you, you know, because there's always a pirate behind the keyboards that's sending I mean, out you crazy. think about Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, like so many people that had. They're just going to dig people out the grave. Well, you know, his death overshadow Aaliyah. Like how long she been going? Right. Like what are we yeah. talking about? But yeah, yeah. I saw that and I thought that was like kind of funny that you know we have to have this stage of this stage of mourning for everybody. Like you died this time, we only talk about you. If somebody else died around that time, we can't talk. You know. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was very funny for the whole media stuff. That's why I, I say tried this: since Kobe died, Kobe died, it ain't been the same. Right. I'm just saying. It's been yeah, that's, that's how it's <laughs> you said it ain't been to say, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm rocking. I'm just rocking. All right. Jerry looks sad. He's like, it ain't <laughs> been to say. She about to cry. It ain't been to say. Okay. Since he died, it ain't been the same. But people dying ain't never died before. I mean. Ain't that what they say? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. So. This was odd. Really? Nisi Nash got married. Yeah! Again. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? The lip smack. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> That's a lip smack. Happy that she Happy found that love. love. Again. Again. Then she married, she married a musician and artist, and Jessica artist, Betts. Jessica who that is? Who that is? I don't know who um, that is. She was on her the show Claws or something like that. She was on one episode. One episode. Oh. One oh, okay. She must have did a whole. It's something for that only one episode. I don't Here, know. I mean, I mean, I did. I'm again. I'm happy. <laughs> but when oh, last so time we talked know, about Nisi Nash. Wasn't she giving advice on how to keep the divorce, divorce attorney away? And that didn't work. I pray that this worked for her. I want her to be happy. She's a beautiful person. Taking her advice anymore? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think she should give advice. Don't give it. Oh, you know, I mean, I some some things are coming out during the COVID. I mean. Right. You was, oh, you, was confessions. You, <laughs> you was locked up for a while, Nisi. Like, what this happened? Like, who she is? You know, I, I mean. <laughs> well, the ex did say that there was what? no interference. They were messed up a long time ago. What yeah. Happened? Jessica I, didn't. Jessica that may be in the prenup, too, but I don't know. Yeah, but who? I just don't. Okay, you find love, you find love. <laughs> yeah. Like, you find it happens so fast, and like, I, I, I know how I am as a person. Um, just in the relationship, we break up, like, I can't move on that fast. So I have to get yeah. myself ill, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I could imagine a marriage, you know what I mean? Then getting remarried, I'm not saying she shouldn't date again, but like oh, a marriage all over again within a year that you got a divorce. I don't see how people can do that. It happens a, a, a lot, you know what I mean? But yeah. I just don't see how. See, I'm one of those people too. I it takes me, me a minute. After me date, I, I need me, to heal. Like, I mean, my last my relationship, right? My last relationship dressed, was just, like just, over a year ago, and mm -hmm. um, you know, and that was okay. 
But my thing is, a friend of mine was saying, oh, yeah, I want to introduce you to somebody. I said, no, no, really, mm-hmm. I'm not. There's, you know, I, I think we should just cherish our singleness sometime. You just got to, like, right. give yourself yeah. a break and just kind of figure out but, what you know, went wrong, assess it, and then move on. There's some people who don't like being alone. And, and I can't imagine being a celebrity. A celebrity. Yeah, well. You know what I'm saying? Well, being a celebrity, you can kind of more or less pick them if you want. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I'm a celebrity and I'm, you know, a celebrity status, but you know, you, 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 you need time. I'm not. Did you miss that, Jerry? You missed it. You ain't missed it. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a celebrity. I'm a celebrity I'm status. I'm a celebrity status. Uh, I sure did miss I'm that. just saying people <laughs> need time. Like when people, when people do that, like, you know, I've dated guys and then, you know, they jump into another relationship. I was like, you must have had this people, Some people along. don't like being alone or they're just in love. With I'm being like, you love. had that person all along. Quit playing. Like, I don't know. How and you that's what yeah. I because yeah. I thought like, is that what, that's the first thing I thought with this situation. Were they messing around or were they knew each other, you know, the whole time or were they messing around while she mm-hmm. was her divorce or fortune her husband that's the first thing i think of but yeah but then we don't know how don't. long they were not her and her husband weren't together and doing things yeah. you know you never know because you don't know people's personal business but in my personal relationship no. i don't move that i don't move that fast it takes yeah. me a couple years after something you know i just gotta take time and assess the situation and look at what did i do wrong or who did i well, pick wrong or what so it rumor had it that he was uncomfortable with her scenes on claws. That was just a rumor, so we don't really know. But she's an be answering our phone calls. But yeah, she really don't. She nasty don't scenes and claws. Yeah, they nasty. I didn't. <laughs> I watched it. It was nasty. I was like, she has like they nasty. They nasty. <laughs> it, it was. Oh my gosh, that nasty. was funny. Nasty. That's how you're nasty. It wasn't TV, but it was like it's a, TNT TV. Yeah, I was like, what? Oh, like said, are we doing this? Yeah, you didn't have to guess. But she was, I was like, oh, that's her Mm-mm. booty. Jerry, put it on your list. Put it on your list. Claws. Claws. It was. Put it on they your got list. like Uncle Daddy. I think that was his name, Uncle Daddy. Yes. Uncle Daddy. Yeah. Uncle Daddy. Yeah. Ooh, child, Uncle yeah. Daddy's a trip. But yeah. we'll, we'll see if if Jessica shows up in a few episodes as the mail carrier slash waitress slash mm-hmm. film slash gang member. We'll see what role she plays. She's going to be sleeping with her. <laughs> That's her business. That's funny. Uh, love is love. Love. Go ahead, love, y'all. No, because she... What's her name on Claws? Um, it's not Deja. It's... um. I can't remember. Desi. Desi, yeah. So we'll see what happens. And her brother. He doesn't... Everybody... I didn't her think I would like that. Her brother autistic or something like that. Yeah, I uh-huh. really didn't think I would like that little show, but I did. It's really good. So, Jerry, put that on your list. Because I know you didn't watch the other... No, I just <laughs> you know, go ahead, Nisi. Love, love me. I'm yeah, I mean, you know. Like, how do you? I, I can't get mad. I, can't get mad. I, I, I was going to ask the question, but then I don't want nobody writing in about the questions I asked because I just don't know. You know, 
Can't I sing mean, Beyonce. Can't sing Beyonce. She put it right on it. All right, so uh, <laughs> these is just my nice friends. <laughs> um, did y'all hear about Master P? I mean, Uncle P. Uncle P. What's going on? More food coming out. He has a food line, a food product. Um, he kind of wants to be the hero of the hood and protect the brand. Yeah, he 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 wants to take Aunt your mama and Uncle Ben out of slavery. Uh, yeah. He wants to free them. Child. He wants to free them. He wants to free them. Uncle Ben is free. <laughs> he he gonna get him a little ghetto nickname, <laughs> Uncle Bebop. <laughs> he said, if they made billions of dollars off Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's, imagine how much we'll make to give back to our own community. Mm -hmm. I'll be helping us without having to wait for the government. We can actually change the world. I don't believe not near one of that. How come? You don't think? Because you don't know. the same man that made rap snacks. Yeah, but you don't know who we is. And we don't have to know who we is. When he says we, he didn't even have to say we because we never require Aunt Mama. We never, the makers and the product of them to say we, to give back to whoever. We never even said right. who they have to give back. But it's right. going to be interesting from going from Aunt Mama to Uncle Ben's to saying master. If he puts master on it, he's master P. Like, I don't want to have master's rice and master's pancakes. I just... Don't. Did not think you about it. You got to give that a new name. <laughs> I, I ain't going from Aunt your Mama to Uncle to Ben Masters to Masters Pancakes. Masters Pancakes? Masters? No. No Master P. We can't do that, boo-boo. That's not what we're going to do. That's funny. Yeah. I did not uh -oh. even think about that. Master P. You said Master Rice. The way you said it was so funny. It's Master's Rice. That's Master's Rice. That's Master's Pancakes. Girl, that look good. What you eating? Girl, Master's Pancakes. Oh my God. That is I won't so do it. Funny. I won't do Chicken it. Chicken and Master's Rice. I won't do it. I don't, I'm not requiring, I know, now, what, now this is for sure what I'm not requiring Master P to do. I'm not requiring him to give back to we, whoever we are. Right. I am going to require him not to put master in front of any of those names, please. That's I think a requirement. It's uncle. It's Uncle P's Louisiana season. Oh, Uncle P's. Okay. So it's not master. So I, I think that they, they talked to somebody. They must have talked because if not, they should have had me on that team. I would have told them from the door. Yeah, master's not a good look. I'm, I'm a, that's a no for me, dog. That's a no, dog. That's yeah. a no for me, dog. Yeah. 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 Don't make it too spicy and too salty. Because it's for our people. Now we're going to be diabetic, high it. blood pressure. Right. Now we back in the... So, is this a line of... Is it just rice? Or like it's, what, what, what it's rice. rice. Uh -huh. It's pancake mix, syrup, and oatmeal. Oh. Is be coming out? With a portion of profits going to serving black communities. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the, the sweetest syrup you ever tasted before. The saltiest seasoning. You better look at them, look at them. <laughs> ingredients. <laughs> the first ingredient on each one of them is salt sugar. sugger. <laughs> I'm going to need <laughs> I'm going to need him to make it for all of us. You know, I need to do I need to for him to have a caption on it for diabetics don't. You know, for <laughs> Really? That's <laughs> I need I need just a little caption. 
if, because if you want to help our community, then you're going to make something healthy for us. You know what I mean? Like, help us out here. I don't want that. I just don't. I don't want it to be the sweetest syrup, the saltiest seasoning. I don't. I don't. I don't want my oatmeal to come with like big chunks of like chocolate chip. No, we're not going to do that. We're not going to make it the sweetest. Like, you know, big chunks of brown sugar. No, let's go healthy on this. It comes with a stick of butter. butter. Right, whole stick of butter, and it was like what. <laughs> this is it the, just say butter. butter. It don't right. say parquet. It don't say butter. country crack. Butter. <laughs> you know, I love Master P and I love his entrepreneurship. I love the way he took his business on. But you know, if you're going into Food Master and you're going with us in mind, keep us she in mind. She said bro. if you're going into Food Master, master. master. I, we gotta cut. We gotta keep go. us in mind. We gotta cut. Master. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I wish she would call me. I love them. We we got five minutes. Um, we don't have any fan mail, but I wanted to ask your reaction. I had a co-worker who is married to a white gentleman. She's a queen. She's African-American. Um, and they were talking about the unrest, the Black Lives Matter, and things like that. Just switching gears real quick. Um, they were having a conversation about the police officer killing unarmed Black men. Which one? Pick one. So her husband of close to 30 years, I guess, says, well, what about the black on black crime? But wait, I was like this. What about it? What about it? No, no, no. Not like, yeah, let's not like, it's not relevant. It's not important to talk about. But like, yeah, let's get into the discussion. She was pissed. She couldn't. Okay, so after we go back and forth, she said, I said, so what you're saying is there's an etiquette. If you're white, even if you're married to a black person, you can't ask that question. You can't say, well, what happened? What about black on black crime? She said, yes. And I said, that don't make no sense. Because it's a legitimate question. Are we going to break? We have four minutes. All right. She don't want to say that. So <laughs> we got four minutes. That gives me four minutes. Clap, clap, clap. No. <laughs> I mean, you know where I am. I don't like making noise for one and not making noise for the other one. Both of them bad. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm right. not making noise for yeah. the other. Yeah. Right. But um, it me when people say, "Well, what about black on black crime?" We we know, we know, we know, we know about black on black crime. The problem is when it's white cops killing black cops we are unarmed we are not a threat we are not doing anything we are minding our business and they are killing us when this black on black crime you see the the repercussions of it. most of the people who are committing the crimes they go to jail um whatever the case may be they're doing the time they're doing their time most of the most of the most of the time they're doing their time what with the the white cops they've been doing this for years they've been doing i mean go as back to you know rodney king you know what i mean like they're killing us for no apparent reason and i get it black on black crime is is bad too but it's happening more frequently especially in 2020 with the white cops killing unarmed african-americans men especially and it's not right it's not right at all yeah and and i i totally agree with that but, you know, when somebody keeps asking the question, what about black on black crime? Listen, 
that's been an issue, but that's not the issue now. And that's not what we're trying right. to press for exactly. now. So yeah. I, I, whenever people do that, it's to divert the attention from the real issue. That's the way I feel. So but what if it's just a legitimate question, which yeah. I saw it as a legitimate question. It always stay legitimate. But right now, the point is getting legislation pulled or getting, getting the, the, to people's forefront of their brain what is going on. Black on black crime has been happening. It's been happening. White on white crime has been happening. You know, I could ask a white person, what about white on white crime? Y'all been killing There's each no, other they for don't years. Even label it. Yeah. Right. Because, because we're we're territorial, we pick a team. And, and you know, when it's us, it's us. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's us. So black on black crime means a lot to us. So when you you can ask, like, what are what well, it's not us. It's not because, and this is just me, and forgive me, some of my may, uh, but that I'm just going to stop right there. It's an issue. It's an issue. So when people stop, when people keep saying, when, they, when we say Black Lives Matter and they go blue lives, no one said blue lives didn't matter. Yeah. Right now we're trying to get to the point that. So, okay. So that's where you saw that. When someone says that, that's where it goes. Yeah, See, for me, I'm thinking, well, that's a, that's a real question. Because yes. I don't, you don't talk to me about it. Yes, I have a, I have a problem with it. I have an issue with it. I want change. I want reform. I want revision. I want answers. I want prosecution. I want all of that. But at the same time, I want the same thing for what happens in our communities as well. I don't see what happens in our communities as, well, it's just what happens in the community. No, none of it should happen. No, no. So, a, a, but I didn't know that there was an etiquette. Yeah, I, it's yeah for for right now. I mean, because not that black lives, black on black crime doesn't matter. It it does, and it has always mattered. I mean, mm -hmm. man, I mean, come on now, people been rapping around. What do you think? Self destruction. You had we've been rapping about it, talking about it, doing all that for years. Yeah, so it's not it's not that it never stopped. I mean, there's been a slowdown of it. It happened. Okay, it happens. But right now in this climate, when we're talking about Black Lives Matter. I don't need for you to yeah. take the attention away from that by saying, well, what about, well, when does Black Lives Matter to Black people? Listen, because that's false. It does matter to Black people. We do care. You know, um, we, I, I'm going to tell you, I don't know every Black person that died. I could look at the obituary, won't see nobody I know for months. Mm -hmm. Not that their lives don't matter, how their lives matter. But right now we're talking about Black Lives Matter. Okay. And, so I don't want no one to stop or, you know, when people say that black and white, it kind of just grates against my nerve. Like we know it happens. We yeah. Okay. So we got I just stop. thought we had five minutes. We can cover that. Cause yeah. I, I was just puzzled. Yeah. Like, what? I don't think she was mad at her white husband because she loved him. And I, I believe that, you know, she married him and know the type of person that he is. Right. So her, her I mean, I, I think maybe her frustration is that he would ask it right now in this climate, because if, if this is her husband and, you know, white or black, you know, you know, the man you with, and you know, that stuff they're going to say. I remember I dated this one dude. I, I really loved him. I love being with him. But you talk about ignorant. Oh, my God. I used to be like, I ain't taking him nowhere. <laughs> You don't know what's going to come out that mouth. Because he would say something, you'd be like, oh, how come you ain't never this ignorant with me and you? You get in the crowd and get ignorant. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying this because I knew it. I knew he was ignorant. I knew he was knew it. I knew, I knew, knew it. it. I, knew I, just, it. I just liked his old ignorant behind. But, have you heard through, I'm sorry. Go ahead, you done. 
I'm done. Oh, yeah. Throughout the show, we had our own comments about anything like the Niecy Nash, the chat with Bozeman, even oh. the Master P. In some instances, I wouldn't say with, with chat with Bozeman, but in some instances, our first response was shade, a joke, or negative response. And in the second half, we're going to talk about regrets and resolve. An actor by the name of Clark Peters. You may remember him. Um, the Five Bloods. He was on, well, he was in the Five Bloods, but he was also on The Wire. And you didn't watch The Wire? It's on DB. You know, whatever you go to <laughs> <laughs> this segment brought to you by Parity Health Information and Technology LLC, a woman and minority owned small business founded by Iris P. Fry to assist and guide its partners with transforming healthcare and exploiting appropriate technology to educate motivate, measure, manage, and report a business impact on the underserved, at-risk, and minority populations. Located in Madison, Alabama, Parity Health Information and Technology LLC is passionate about providing the right resources to their partners to achieve the highest success. For more information, log on to ParityHIT.com or call 256-459-6021. Hey, girl, hey. Hey girl. Hey. It, it ain't even hey girl, hey, it's hey girl. It's hey girl. <laughs> hey How girl. do you not watch the wire? Wait, Cherry, did watch you the watch wire. the wire? <laughs> That's just not me. What is the is the wire? Is that the one in Baltimore? Yes. Yeah, you know what? When they do, oh my gosh, I'm the they one do all that shooting and stuff. And now that all that drugs what? stuff. I just <laughs> what? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. it's the hey girl, hey podcast. I'm I'm media sorry, today. I don't, you know, give me a comedy any day. Give me some so, goofy. I ain't doing that. Sorry. It's five seasons of The Wire. It's real. It's actually pretty good. I'm I'm pretty good at picking is. things to watch on TV. Uh, yeah, I beg to differ, but anyway. <laughs> so one of the actors from The Wire. The reason why we're talking about it is um, hmm. Clark Peters, and Clark P- Peters yeah. played in Spike Lee's Netflix movie, The Five Bloods, which also starred Chadwick Boseman, who recently passed away at 43, um, complications of colon cancer. So The Five Bloods, um, Chadwick Boseman was one of the soldiers who had passed away. And the brothers who was with him, I guess, was, took place in Vietnam. Yeah. Um, they went to find this treasure. They had found this treasure and they buried it back in Vietnam. And then the friends all went back to find the treasure. It's pretty dramatic. It's a pretty good film. It was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. So mm-hmm. Clark Peters broke down in tears in an interview. He was talking um, to a talk show. He was on with the talk show in, over in England. And he was talking about his experience working with Chad with Bozeman. And he said, he's a little bit precious when his wife asked him what it was like working with Chadwick. He said, you know, he's a little bit precious and he had regretted 
saying those things about Chadwick because he wasn't aware of Chadwick's condition. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, Peters confessed that when his wife asked for his opinion of Bozeman, he said he thought the actor was a little bit precious. He's surrounded by people who are fawning over him, you know. He has a Chinese practitioner who is massaging his back when he walks off set. He has a makeup lady massaging his feet. His girlfriend was there holding his hand. And he said he was upset with himself for thinking that the fame monster had gotten gotten to Bozeman. He says, I regret even having even having those thoughts because mm-hmm. they were really looking after him. Um, and he started, I saw the interview and he, he started to cry. Yeah. And immediately I said, I would probably think that. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably think that. He didn't know. And that's what you think because he's a Hollywood actor. So you think mm-hmm. he's getting a Free Hollywood Madonna. Right. right, Madonna, exactly. You know, nails, you know, hair. After each set, I need a tall glass of water, like whatever. I mean, you think that's what it is, but and it could be, it could have been that, but really, it was because you know the cancer and well, just, hindsight. You see, that. in hindsight, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so I could see w- why he thought that way and like why he felt bad. You know what I mean? Like I see it from both sides. Yeah, he never got a chance to to say anything or even have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, it, the resolvement would come in his head because it was his thoughts that he had and he shared with his wife. Mm-hmm. It's not like he went on all media and said that. And for him right. to confess afterwards and say, you know, that's what he thought. That's what he thought, and it's fine. I mean, I mean, it, I don't think it was disrespectful, but it was just something that he saw on 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 um the set and you see that sometime you know being on a film set you mm-hmm. see people you'd be like oh my goodness like they'll even tell you like don't talk to them and don't talk to them this right. is the celebrities here don't even stand near them i'm mm-hmm. thinking shoot i don't even want them to breathe my air i don't want them in my space you know like why are you tripping so right. for him to feel that way that's how they feel on this on the set and um yeah i mean it wasn't too bad i mean i mean he it shows that he definitely have a heart and he for him to even get emotional about the way mm-hmm. he felt and that Chadman make, made an impression on him mm-hmm. for him to even want to say that and recognize the man that he was. Right. You know, because I, I saw the movie and um, he only had a few scenes. Chad, Chadman, Chad, I keep saying Chadman. Chadwick Chadwick. was only in there a couple of scenes. He wasn't in a lot of scenes at all. But what I thought was so interesting about that movie, and people have to see it, is that you know how they do, like Vietnam, what was that, like 60 years ago? Yeah. So so they're using these actors, these four guys who, you know, you know when they go back and they do scenes of people when they're younger, mm-hmm. they'll have pictures of, they'll, they'll do another actor, like a younger actor. They did mm-hmm. these four, Spike did these four old dudes like back in Vietnam and then now, so they're running talking about take cover and they're shooting. And I'm like, that's the same old dude. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't even dark in his hair a little bit. Yeah. You know, they still running around like they like they grown ass men playing cops and robbers. <laughs> was looking at the movie like, okay, come on now. You know, but it was it was a good movie, but he just used the, the same dudes. He didn't use like a younger one of them. Did you just critique Spike Lee's movie? I always do. I love Spike's I do that with every movie then. I do that with every, I look at it and be like, oh, oh that excuse me. You didn't watch school days. 
Yes, I did. I know you did. She had homework. Hey. That's okay. Oh, so we'll get back. We're not going to put her on the spot. It's cool. Said, okay. We're not going to put her on the spot. Yeah. Um, my point in bringing that up was the fact that, and you said that it's not just us that do this. Immediately, if somebody has, if somebody comes to work dressed up, oh, you must got you a job interview. Oh, you got a date or something. You got a date, yeah. Oh, what you get your hair done for? Oh, you must got some money. Mm-hmm. If you got a nice car, oh, who you sleep with? Well, if yeah. he got that part in a play, oh, how did you get that part? Yeah. How did, you get, how did you get that? How did you get that raise? Like the, the, hater the, mentality. the general idea is not, is, is hardly ever positive. Right. And I don't, you know, we always want to attach it to, well, you know, that was just that slave mentality. You know, the man keeping us down. We never, like... Yeah. I don't want to believe that. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. But for that immediately, and maybe because he what he saw, but I was talking to coworkers about this story, and one of my coworkers was like, I thought the exact same thing. When I heard the story, I know that if I were on the set, I would have said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. He's a bit he's a bit precious. Yeah. Well, because it's always easier to write your own story than to ask the truth. As, you know, yeah. like you can you can see something going on, and you can write the whole story about something. But like, oh, yeah, because I know the chick rubbing his feet is probably there when his girlfriend's not there. Well, I just wrote that story right there. Right. Yeah. You know, and you repeat that story to somebody else, they'll go look and they'll go, "Well, hey, she is rubbing his feet. That is kind of intimate." Mm-hmm. There the story goes, and everybody mm-hmm. keeps writing that about people. We we do these perceptions and our own preconceived notions about everybody. But I'm learning in maturity and out of being a woman of a certain age and, and the growth that I've experienced mm-hmm. is that I'm at the point where I'm asking questions. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want to know. Like I, I'm, I'm, and I'm saying to people, I don't want to assume this about you. So I'm just going to ask and I'll ask because I want to know. Is that an age thing though? Well, because I'm not at that point where I'm that comfortable. Yeah. I mean, if I want to know something, I'll, I'll either ask depending on our, our relationship or I'll kind of allude to it. No, well, Kiki, you ask. Many of you have had conversations. Well, maybe because That's our what I said, depending on our, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It depends too on who you're comfortable asking the question to. You know, um, I was just talking about this uh, the other day. I'm learning to be more open communication-wise and I'm learning how to be more vocal when it comes to things and asking questions. I don't know if it's just my personality because I'm like shy and like introverted, so I don't really like, you know, ask questions too much to people I don't know, but if it's someone that I know, you know, I'm all for it, you know, I'm more comfortable, but... It could, I don't think it has to be an age thing because I'm young and I do that for myself. I just feel like it's your personality and how you like adapt to certain people and yeah. who, who you're talking to. Yeah. Okay. I, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's where you, where you're at in life. It's, I don't, I don't, I agree with you. I don't think it's necessarily an age thing. However, some things do occur more in age. Like you've been through it over again. You're not you're at a certain quarter of your life. You're like, I'm not going through this bull again. I'm just going to ask this question. Mm-hmm. But I do know some older foolish people that I'm like, oh my God, like you haven't mm-hmm. learned from this big old dummy. 
but that's a different story. <laughs> I'm just saying. But <laughs> big dumb dumb dummy. But uh, no, there. But you have to like you know ask these questions, and you don't want to. I don't ask everybody because some things I really don't want to pry into people's personal stuff, so I won't say anything to them. You know, and I do kind of write the story in my head. And sometimes you write the story in your head with things occur. You be like, oh, I, I kind of thought that. Right. <laughs> But I'm not so bold as to repeat the story because I'm not telling lies on other people. Mm-hmm. I've grown, I've grown enough, and I'm old enough to know that you know, I'm only seeing the surface of people. This is really not the real them. Mm-hmm. So there's so many layers. Like to you're them. meeting the representative. Yeah. So once you, you know, I'm like, I'll probably if 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 it comes about and it's God's will, I'll probably have an opportunity to talk to this person, and then. You know, you ever meet somebody that you, you kind of like fight something about them. And then when you get the opportunity to meet them, you think to yourself, you are nothing like I thought. Mm-hmm. You know, in your head, you just build up this real wonderful thing or not so wonderful thing about them. And then you meet them and then they exceed your expectation mm-hmm. or they're below what you really thought. You know, you're like, oh. And you just imagine, just imagine if, if, if he was that honest. That and went up to Chadwick and said, why are you getting all this treatment? Like, what's going on? And Chadwick, is the, as private as he is, he'd be like, nothing, I'm just, you know. So, and he would run away with that and probably still think yeah. he's a little precious. He's right. a little yes. precious. How many of us want to tell people that we work with, our coworkers, everything that's going on with us? Because we don't know how tight they are with the boss and what they're going to say about us, you know, and what their intentions are when they ask us questions. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've never been, like, real, real friendly with my coworkers because we're on the same we're the same goal, trying to earn money. And some people are real money hungry where they'll cut people in half to get what they need to get. Mm-hmm. So I'm always aware of that. And I'm not telling you all my business. You're my coworker. You're not my friend. Mm-hmm. And on a movie set, we're co-workers. We may act like we're brothers in the war, but no, when you leave here, you got your paycheck. I got mine too. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because it, it says to me that when you have your focus, when, you, when you're focused, I mean, not straying away from what we were talking about, but kind of on the same subject, but shifting to another subject in our last 15, um, focus was something that I talked about and I shared it on our Instagram page. If you find us at Hey Girl Hey Podcast 2018, I came in from a run and I had started, I made the decision to start running, like doing uh, four miles a day. So two miles in the morning, two miles at night. And I mean, it was to a point where I wouldn't even take Bo with me. I would just, I would go. And while I'm running, I'm constantly thinking and I'm like, I'm always challenging myself, even if I'm hurting, if I'm in pain, if I'm tired, my chest is about to fall out, just every little thing, like it's burning everything. I had to stay focused because it was a goal that I wanted to reach. And, you know, there could be people like, just wait to do that tomorrow. You don't have to do that right now. Um, A friend of mine in radio lost his job. And, And I said, you know, you need to take this week or two to regroup and then after that focus on what it is you really want to do that next chapter don't let anything deter you you from reaching your purpose so I wanted to end this final 15 and just talking about focus and self-care Jerry you went out uh, you went on vacation so that's another example 
of self-care. I know, LaShawn, you could teach a class. You can. You could be you a teach a class on it. I love you know, it. But just focusing on what it is you want out of life. Is it happiness? Is it to be a wife? Is it to be a billionaire? Is it to be healthy? Is it to be... Um, a, around less toxic people right. or to be more involved in family? Is it to get your master's? I just re-enrolled. I'll be finishing classes to get my master's. So I'm going to be a little stressed out. But the thing is, three years from 50, I'm like, look. It's, it's I'm like, three it's years in 50. Oh, well. Yeah. Three years in 50. I'm I'm a woman of a different age. That's right. <laughs> so how do you keep your focus? Like for someone that's listening, that is easily distracted. Um, you have the wrong people in your circle. If there's a goal that you want to reach, what is it that the Hey Girl, Hey Girls can share to let someone know how to take care of themselves mentally, physically, and stay focused? I think when you, when you said wrong people in your circle, I think circle's real important. Yeah. About the people circles that matter. That really, really matters about the people that keep you focused. But, you know, I mean, if you have a goal, I'm all for getting goals and I'm all, you know, I'm all for self-preservation because this is the only me that I have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, nobody can take care of me better than me. This is the only me that I have. This is the only me that I have. And I can only take care of me, you know, like what you eat don't make me fat. What I eat don't make me fat. That kind of thing. And, And it's just like so important. And I hate to, I don't hate to, I mean, I, I love me. I do. We and I always, <laughs> I always have to, you know what, and I, I we say know that, you do. We I know. say that because there's days where I, and I have to be honest. But you don't like you. Right. Like it's not that I, I, yeah, you know, it's not that yeah. I don't like me. I don't like what I'm going through sometimes. Right. You yeah. know, um, and I actually, I've been writing and journaling and I've been, and I've been, I'm going to put out a book and because, yeah, you know, that's what it, that's a lot that I've been doing. But it's mm-hmm. me being vulnerable. One of the things I didn't do um, is be vulnerable, especially with other women. Mm. I never I never did. Like my thing was when people saw me, they would say, OK, I'm going to talk to LaShawn about this. And she's going to, you know, give us some hint, you know, help us on what to do. And I would say, girl, you got this. And I was always the one to say, girl, you got this. You can do this. You know, so I was always pushing them. But without, I would push them, but without giving them a little history about how to, how I felt, because I never mm-hmm. wanted to give them information mm-hmm. about me. But I could guarded you, exactly. I'm the guarded mm-hmm. person. So the Lord's actually telling me because once you come through something, the goal is to help somebody else to get out of what you just came through. Mm-hmm. And exactly. the thing is, is that you went through it. Yeah, you're a hundred percent over it. You're a hundred percent winner. You know, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I'm learning that. And that was, that's one of the things when it comes to taking care of yourself, like keeping your goals and, and then sharing with somebody, like if you're going out there running, if I say Kiki girl, that's good because I'm glad you're doing four because I can barely make it with two. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and that's been, that's telling you, and, and instead of saying Kiki girl, don't do it. Right. Kiki girl, do it. Right. And right. Even if I said girl, don't do it. You know, if you know your circle and you know who I am, because that's, you know, your circle, you know, my reason for that would be because I have a genuine concern for you and your health. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, and your question would be, why don't you want me to do it? You know, or my next step would be, well, the reason I don't want you to is because you said there's a burning in your chest. Did you get that check? Do you know exactly mm-hmm. what that is? is no, that I'm just out of shape. No, just... I'm just out right. <laughs> you know, like, is that every time I'm you run? About to die. <laughs> yeah, who wants to hear that? No, I'm just about to die. I'm, I'm just going to tell you every time, don't run. I don't want you to die. You so those are, those are the things. Like, your circle's real important for encouragement. But yeah. you got to learn to yeah. encourage yourself. You know, and you got to be honest with yourself too. If yeah. it's something that you feel you can't do, if it's a if it's a weakness, you have to find someone that may have accomplished that goal already. Someone that's strong enough to hold your hand and help you walk through that process. It's okay not to know. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to not be okay. Okay. Um, but face that thing. Don't hide from it. Don't make excuses. Don't say, oh, it ain't for me right now. You know, uh, one thing that I learned from, and, and Jerry, you could chime in, but one thing that I learned from a church mother who recently passed away, one of my, just a, a woman in a church, she had passed away recently, and she was always supportive. And even when I was down on myself, she'd be like, mm-mm, girl, mm-mm, baby, mm-mm, baby. No, you got this, don't you? You are you are a child of the Father. You can't, no, you can't think that way. And that's why you got to have good, positive people in your circle uh, to help you. And that's just something that I've learned because being Jerry's age, you know, I realized that I don't have as many friends as I did when I was my son's age at 22. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have as many friends as I did with my niece's age, and she's 14. Mm-hmm. So the older you get, your circle gets smaller. And I think it gets it gets smaller because it it narrows it down to the true people that's supposed to be yeah. in your life. Yeah. yeah. And that's just something I learned. I always say that as you get older, you know people have different walks of life. Like you may be trying to do one thing. Your other friend may be trying to do this thing. You have another friend trying to do that. So sometimes you're not, you're not on the same path. And I think that's what drifts people apart. You know, mm-hmm. you to find friends that are similar. You're speaking to, a word right there. You know, interest in things with you. You know what I mean? And um, even though those old friendships were important, but if they're not on the same level as you mentally, it's going to be hard to like continue that friendship. Right. And yeah. I right. dealt with that. Um, I still have some friendships that I had been, you know, from 10 plus years and I even made friends uh, for the last two, three years, you know? Um, so your circle does get smaller because like I said, people on different paths as you get mm-hmm. old you know and not everyone's going to be on the same as you mentally and you want to surround yourself with people who are going to be there for you who are going to support you motivate and encourage you mm-hmm. um you know you, you ever hear a term well people say you have certain friends for certain things like a reason this, season or lifetime a yeah yeah people like are in your life turn, people you know you life. have your workout friends you right. have your right. Uh, right friends that are in your career field or whatever yeah. you, know, you have different friends because not everyone is the are they your friends or are they your associates these are people you associate life with yeah. right a friend is more intimate yeah, so a friend has a different key right 
Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And right. I think right. that when you get older and you realize, you know, because we have older ears. So when you get older, we sure do got them old ears. When you get older, when your ears get older, you realize that you start seeing friendships and you start seeing the roles of associates. And then sometimes the people you thought were your friend, you have to kind of downgrade them to associate. Yeah. You say, you know, I appreciate the service that you've given me. We're going to change roles for you. And <laughs> that means I'm going to reduce phone calls and time. Uh, <laughs> it's something that you have to do. Yeah, you know, because you got to keep changing that friend that friend thing, like friend and associate. So I just leave it friend. Like, like you said, some of them were workout friends and some of them were so on. Mm-hmm. But then you right. have your true friends. And um, and then, you know, those ones that you can like bounce ideas from and they will give you the true response. And there's mm-hmm. those are few and far between, but you do have people that you do things with. And then some some friends that you cannot talk to them for like months and then call them up and jump exactly. right back where you were. Mm-hmm. Jump right that's yeah. a that's a friend you know yeah. that's a really good friend too but you might not talk to him as much as your other friends but another thing that's really important too is not and, and i think for self-preservation is not um sizing yourself up with somebody else you know mm-hmm. and what they have and what they're doing and how they look <clears throat> and especially in terms of you know like weight and exercise and you know, like there's a young lady at the gym and I, I told her I was going to get her on the show. I can't, I think her, Joy or something. I think it's her name. Joy is like, I'm going to need you to know her name. I'll get it. I'll get it. Uh, you remember my friend? She on the show now. What's her, what's yeah. her name, girl? Yeah. She's, she's my workout friend. I, I told her I was going to work out with like this girl got like, boom, she got these muscles, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She's working out. And, and I see her at the gym and, and I'm like, okay. I'm gonna get on that. I'm tomorrow. I'm gonna get on that machine she's on, and then the next day come, I'll be like, "Well, not today. I'm not going mm-hmm. to do that machine." But you know, I don't size myself up to her. I just be like, "Yeah, that's good." You, her body is her body. I'm like, "Yeah, one day I'm gonna get that." But if I don't, it's okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. Would you say, Jerry? That what's meant for you is for you. You right. know. There's certain people, there's certain things that you aspire to be, but it doesn't break you if you're not. I aspire to be healthy and to be at a certain weight. Um, you know, I, I'm not doing too much of the doctor's BMI and, uh, you know, because every, everybody in the doctor's office is obese. You know, you go in there and be like, you obese? I'm like, listen, you look like you sucking on chicken bones and you're yeah. telling me I'm obese. Like, let's get this together. So. Mm-hmm. That's important not to measure yourself up against somebody else, but you know, just to put people in their categories and know the ones that are there for you. I, I have some friends, and there's certain friends I just don't tell my business to. Exactly. I know I, the Lord is trying to get me. You know, but you have a friend who you tell a bunch of stuff to. Mm-hmm. You have some friends where you just you know, you don't tell too much to, you tell a little bit, but you just like, ah, then as you got a friend, he don't say nothing to, you know what I mean? Like, it's weird because you, you wouldn't think you would have those type of friendships, but you do, you know what I mean? Um, everybody takes your information differently. It does. They take it, it differently. I mean, I, I like the, I like the ones that give me, you know, the says things, you know, cause 
I can size up, size up my relationship to my one cousin and my sister. And I won't leave out the details of the relationship because I don't want them to feel some kind of way about the person I'm dating. And I don't want them to feel some kind of way about the way I'm acting in the situation. So I give them the full truth where they'll say, Ooh, you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Or Ooh, that was jacked up what he did. Like, I'm not feeling bad about what they said about that person or mm-hmm. how they feel about me. Those are people you need to have in your life that can, and I'm, and not everybody in your group could be that person. You can't, mm-hmm. so you don't tell them all that. What we learned today, boys and girls, <laughs> is if you want to achieve, accomplish a goal and meet your purpose, um, it's always good to stay focused, write it down, make a plan and surround yourself around people that will help, help you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need anybody to get there. It does help to have support. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because you could be your biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Um, if it's something that, if it's weight loss, if it's asking your boss for a raise or a promotion, if it's going back to school uh, to get your master's or your doctorate, if it's to grow your hair out, if it's, you know, whatever. Um, it, it's always good to, to make sure you know exactly what you want to do and you stay focused and do it. Don't you just go to. in, just mm-hmm. go. Just go. If it don't work out, you know what? Mm. God gives us do-over days. Well, not everybody. You be blessed to get a do-over day every day. Um, so I just wanted to just take those last minutes, few minutes, and talk about that. Uh, such. Oh my gosh, I love running. It is the best. And I'm yeah, not like please your mind running, running. Yeah. I'm like running, and then I walk. Right. Yeah. And then right. I run, and then I walk. And I'm doing it for me. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It feels That's- great. It's like, um, if, if it feels good to you, that's the, that's yeah, the most important exactly. part. Like, how do you feel afterwards? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything you want to ask us, if there's anything that you want us to talk about on the show, LaShawn's going to give you the email address and then tell you how you can get in touch with us and find us on social media. And then Jerry's going to tell you, tell you how to uh, catch past episodes. But before that, I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I am the chatter chick, LaShawn Tipton. And I'm your millennial, Jerry. <laughs> Still waiting on them bars. Millennial. Millennial. I mean, Jerry got sound effect. Millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you want to email us, you can email us at the Hey Girl Hey, hey Girl Hey Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call at 412-709-6130. Or you can see us on social media on the Twitter at um at Girl Hey 2018. Or you can reach us on Facebook at the Hey Girl Hey Podcast 2018. No at the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Facebook. There's no mm-hmm. 2018 on that. Mm-hmm. Um, or Instagram at Hey Girl Hey 2018. Hey Girl Hey podcast 2018. Oh, there's a po- yeah, there's a podcast. There's a podcast. Yeah. yeah, all of them have podcasts. They just don't have 2018. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're funny. Yeah, give us a call. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry. Okay, and to catch up on past episodes of the Hey Girl Hey podcast, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Live 365, Tune in Anchor FM, Podbean, 
SoundCloud, and UrbanMediaToday.com. Thank you so much for listening. Urban Media Today Top Sports is next. This is your Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media Today. Hey! to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip-hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl, Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.